Sticks and stones will break your bones, but words never hurt. Yeah, right. How many of us know in life there are so many words that we have in our minds and our hearts that we remember that are so hard to shake? Words that people have spoken to us that did us great harm or caused us great doubt or maybe sorrow in our lives. It's amazing the power of words. And so today I want to talk to you about the power of words on the Life Builders Club. I think words are the most important powerful means of communication in the world. I've heard it said that body language is 80% of communication, but for some reason, crossed arms and a scowl on somebody's face never really hurt me as bad as some of the words that I've heard in my life. Some of the things people have said, and those things have gone very, very deep into my heart. It's really clear as I watch people and listen to people how much words have impacted people's lives. Words have the power to start a war. Words have the power to stop a war. Words have the power to bring great joy. Words have the power to bring great sorrow. Think about words that bring joy. Have you ever had somebody just give you a compliment out of the blue at a grocery store line or maybe a friend looked at you and said, you know, you're really smart. And all of a sudden inside you started to feel great. You started to think, huh, I feel like I'm smart. (laughs) Even if maybe you didn't feel that way before your friend said so. Have you ever had somebody bring words of great sorrow? Maybe somebody called you and told you that somebody had passed on or that you didn't get the job. So words are super powerful, and I want us to really consider that today. I was talking to somebody yesterday on a call, and the person was really grieved because a family member had called and had spoken some very harsh words to her. Words that even 24 hours later, she was still ruminating in her mind and heart and wrestling with and feeling kind of guilty and wondering if those words were true or not true. And it's amazing how words can keep us up at night. Words like divorce, words like hate, words like done, words like get away, words like stupid, dumb, idiot. All these words that we hear, all these words, we speak words to ourselves They can be good and powerful words, or they can be negative words that will sap our energy and trash our lives. So today, as I talk about the power of words, I just want to encourage you. There's ways to communicate with yourself and with others that bring life. And the goal of Life Builders is to bring life. Many of us have destroyed our own lives with our words. In the Bible, it talks about in the book of James how our words can be used like weapons and we can say things that are mean or atrocious or careless or selfish and those words can bring other people down. And, and when I think about it, it is so ungodly to speak words of ourselves and others that are not good, uplifting, wholesome. You know, God is the 
God of words. His Bible is called the Word of God. And in the Bible, there are instruction and there is uh, encouragement. But also we see that right in the beginning, when God created the earth and the heavens and, and all the beautiful things, he did it with words. In the beginning, God spoke and there was life and light and creation and hope. And the first things he said, the first things God said is, this is good. So God spoke creative things and God spoke life. And then God spoke affirmation that it is good. And the first thing he said when he created mankind was, this is very good. So why do we speak so differently than God does about ourselves and about others? I think most of the reason why we speak so harshly, maybe judgmentally, maybe viciously, maybe carelessly, is because we have been spoken to in ways that were careless and cruel. A lot of times we carry that stuff with us and we're unaware. So if God says we're good and God says things are good, then how about we decide to do the same thing? How about we decide to speak in a way that is good to other people? That we speak in a way that brings forth life and creation and creativity and joy and peace. In communication, it is so important for us to slow down and be cautious. I know for me in my life, I can tell you because I think it's good to be real. I had so many words spoken to me as a child through bullies at school, through a dysfunctional family. Um, those words sunk very deep into my soul. And later, even after giving my life to Jesus and growing up, I had no idea how deep those words were settled in my subconscious. But when I would get, I don't know, fearful or if I would get in a situation with other people and felt threatened in any way, shape or form, I would unleash words, words of control or words of anger, words of judgment. And all those words really were, were words of fear and words of shame and words of insecurity words that proved that I had been injured. So many times the things that are coming out of our mouths are really reflective of the things that are going on in our hearts. Our words are like an EKG for our heart. Jesus said that what comes out of our mouths come from our heart. If you want to know what's going on in your subconscious, if you want to know what's going on in your heart and mind, listen to the words coming out of your mouth. Super important to monitor the mouth to know what's going on in the heart. When we're speaking words of doubt, words of pessimism, words of failure, words of hatred towards ourselves and towards others, it's indicative of a heart that's been injured and a heart that needs peace. So I want to encourage you today that as you go about your day, 
listen to what's coming out of your mouth and see if you can figure out if there's any hurts that need to be healed. And then ask God to start to reveal it and heal it so that you can start to speak words of life. Another thing that's really deep in my heart today is how we communicate with others when we're upset, when we're angry, when we feel maybe that we've been treated poorly or we didn't get what we thought we deserved or the things that we thought others should do for us. The lady I talked to yesterday was so hurt because her family member had called and unleashed on her a barrage of accusations and of disappointments and of judgments and then sealed the deal. The icing on the cake was some significant insults and cursings. Boy, it is so easy for us to get into a, I don't know, attack mode that we forget our sensibilities and we choose not to treat others as we would want to be treated and our mouths become weapons of warfare. We must be careful. We must be careful. Every word that proceeds out of our mouths can either bring life or bring death. In the book of Ephesians, it talks about how we need to be careful to not let any corrupt communication proceed out of our mouths, but only what is good for the upliftment and the benefit of the hearer. So I like to ask myself the question before I speak, and it's a good idea to monitor what you're about to put out there. Is what I'm about to say beneficial, and will it build this person up, or is it going to break the person down? Well, let me say it again. Will it build the person up, or will it break the person down? We've got to monitor our mouths. It is so important. If you want to be successful in your life, you want to rebuild your life, you want to grow, you want to make it through hardships and pain, you want to get to another side in life where things are better and good and life is going in the way that you want it to go, the words that we speak are vitally important. Speak life. The Bible tells us that life and death is in the power of the tongue. The tongue has power. It has power to propel us into greatness, propel us into peace and positivity, propel us into good things, or it has the power to destroy us and put us into a pit of despair, into a place of brokenness choose life. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Choose life. So in that conversation yesterday, how could that went? How could that have went that would have been better? I was thinking about it on the drive home last night and in a conversation, and I used to fail at this so badly. I I think I failed at communication for the first 46, 47 years of my life. I've been working on it hard now. So if we're going to rebuild our lives, we also have to rebuild our disciplines and rebuild our knowledge and rebuild the ways that we do things. And one of those ways is learning to communicate with patience, learning to communicate with empathy, learning to communicate with the desire to actually rebuild and build up others. So the conversation yesterday 
it, the conversation was a lot of accusation. You should have done this and you should have done that. When really it should have been a question instead. I find now that if I'm upset with somebody, if I think that there's been an injustice, if I think there's something that needs to be communicated, I won't do it immediately in the moment of anger or in the moment of fear. If you literally take a split second to breathe, you'll go from a place of fear to a place of love and a place of thought. A split second to take a deep breath before you speak. I ask myself the question, is this beneficial? Is this true? Is this the right time? Is this the right place? And do I have the right motivation for this communication? Is this the right time? Is this the right place? And do I have the right motivation for this communication? And if I do have the right motivation, is it really the right time? I find that when I'm upset, it is way better for me to, to speak way less. To stop the communication before the train falls off the track and the whole thing falls into the river. It's so much better to tell the person, you know, I'm a little upset right now and maybe I'm just not understanding. I really want to understand where you're coming from. Can we take a break and come back to this when we have a little more peace and when we can really take a moment to think about it? So sometimes in communication, it's best to take a break, to go think a little bit, to pray. For me, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll say, help me understand instead of just spewing what I think I understand, which mo most times is not even right. So when we're in an amygdala attack and we're feeling threatened and we start to speak more words, a lot of times we're going to say things we don't mean, things we haven't thought through, and things that are not true. So take a moment, take a breath, reevaluate, ask the question, try to actually empathize. So that's another thing I try to do now. Empathize. Where is the person coming from that I'm talking to? Are they coming from a place of hurt, a place of misunderstanding, a place of anger? You know, many times people are talking to us in ways that are negative and it really has nothing to do with us. Many times what they're speaking has to do with a war that's going on in their own hearts and minds. So I try to be a little more empathetic. I wonder what's going on with this person right now. I wonder if they're scared or if they're hurt or if they're upset. And instead of saying, you, 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 I start to ask, why? How are you? Are you feeling something right now? Is there something that I'm missing here? Please help me understand where you're coming from. And I also know this, if you'll lower your voice and take a deep breath instead of raise your voice, you're always going to come out on the other end a better person. So I just want to encourage you today. I'm not going to make this a long podcast, but monitor your mouth. Ask the question, is what I'm saying building up or breaking down? Listen to your heart. Feel how you're feeling physically. Are you feeling stressed? Are your fingers clenched? Is your eyebrow crooked? Is your voice raised? 
or are you at peace and calm? If you're at peace and calm, then proceed in communication with love, with hope for understanding, and with the hope for real connection. Ultimately, our words should build other people up and bring them life. My goal every day is to try to find something to compliment, some way to bring encouragement to other people, some way to build people up, to let them know that they can do it, that they are valuable, that I care about them. Maybe asking questions of other people shows them that they are valuable and that you care. Asking for understanding when there's a miscommunication shows that you respect and honor even if you don't agree. Oh, God help us with our words. You know, the Bible tells us for every careless word that's unrepented that comes out of our mouths, we're going to have to give an account for. And I often feel like, God, thank you for your grace because I've said some words in my life that have harmed and hindered other people. And now I want to help and heal. I don't want to harm and hinder. I want to help and heal. So today, as you go about your day, I encourage you to speak to other people in a way that would bring them life and build them up. And also, I encourage you to speak to yourself in the way that you want to be spoken to. This morning, I woke up, and it may sound cheesy, but I woke up this morning and said, Jay, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Jay, you are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Jay, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Jay, you have the ability to generate wealth because God has given you that ability. Jay, you have the creativity of the living God in you. Now go create. Jay, you have what it takes to make it because God made you and he made you good. I know that may sound prideful, arrogant, or even dumb, but I'm telling you, if you speak the word of God over your life and then go speak the word of God to other people, you'll be blessed and prosperous. I encourage you that if you're going through a hardship in a relationship today, stop, slow down, evaluate, come back to the conversation from a place of love and a desire for understanding with words that build up and your life will change for the better. Life Builders, I care about you. I pray for you and uh, hope that you have a great day. If you need some help, seek me out. Uh, Life Builders Club with Jay Julian Facebook group is really an awesome community that you can find us on. And um, you can also email me at lifebuildersclubinfo um, at gmail.com. I love you guys and hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Be built up and blessed.